you know what that music say? Yes, sir, Amos. That music say good health to all from Rexall. Show transcribed with Ernestine Wade, Lou Lubin, Johnny Steele, John Brown, Will Wright, Gene Vanderpile, Jester Hairston, Jeff Alexander's music, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. Well, the kingfish finally solved the problem of his mother-in-law living with him for two whole days, and the kingfish was a happy man. But when he returned to his apartment this evening, he found fate had dealt him another cruel blow in the shape of his brother-in-law, Leroy. Well, what's going on here, Sapphire? First it was your mama moving in here with us, and now it's your goofy brother, Leroy. What is we running here, a motel for vultures? <laughs> now listen, George, Leroy is staying with us for a couple of weeks, and that's final. I tell you that he got to go. I can't stand it. He spent an hour and a half in the bathroom this morning, made me late for my date at the pool hall. You know my new suit I got from the Salvation Army? And on top of that, he slept on the sofa all the afternoon, so I missed my nap. I tell you, I ain't gonna have no bum around this house. <laughs> George, I don't want to hear no more of that. I want you to be nice to Leroy. Well, all right, then. I'll be congenital to the boy. <laughs> now, listen, George. He's in the other room sleeping, but he asked to be called at 11. Now, you go in there and wake him up. Uh, wake him up? Yes. Be glad, though, honey. Be glad, though. I'll go right in there now. George? What? Put that hammer back on the table. Just a thought. Just a thought. So your brother-in-law arrived in town, eh, Kingfish? Yes, Goofy arrived yesterday in a cattle car. Cattle car, huh? Yeah, he told me that he'd been in there for eight days. Hmm. I sent him over to the veterinarian to get him examined for hoof and mouth disease. I think he run him through the sheep dip a couple of times. But the Aberdeen anger's still coming through. Uh, well, uh... How long are you going to stay, Kingfish? Well, I don't think very long. Uh, I'm making him work for his keep this time, you know. Yeah. I'll really give him a job cleaning up that lot next door to the lodge, yeah? I figured with the cold spell, he might get pneumonia or something like that out there. Yeah, say, I noticed that the uh, rubbish has all gone off that lot there. I thought somebody was going to use it for parking. Uh, no, that belonged to the lodge here. Uh, can't nobody uh, use that for par... Uh, can't no... Uh, can't, uh... Wait a minute, Joe. What's the matter? Uh, why can't we use it for a parking lot and make some money? Yeah. How would we work the thing, Kingfish? Oh, it's easy, Andy. Why, we'd go in together on a strictly 50-50 partnership basis. Now, how much money can you put up, Andy? Well, I could cash in my life insurance policies, close out my checking account, cash in my Christmas club savings account, and sell that investment stock that I bought. I could raise about $9. <laughs> Good. I'll tell you what, then. You put up your $9, and I'll match it with $9 worth of brains. Now, you see that? Yeah, well, then we can start off... Uh, hold it, hold it. Wait a minute, Chair. Forget that idea. You put up the same amount of cash that I does. Okay, Andrew, but you'd rather have money. It's uh, all right with me. It's... But if I put up the cash in the business, I reserve the right to use my brains for something else. I'm going to tell you that now. Well, how much could we make out of the parking lot? Well, let's figure it out, Chair. 
You just take the amount of space we got and divide it by the number of cars we can park. Yeah, well, how much space has we got in that lot? Well, we got uh, 12,000 square feet. My brother-in-law stepped it off this morning. How could he do that? Has he got square feet? <laughs> I think he measured it with his head to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, tell me this. Uh, figuring 12,000 square feet there, how much money can we take in on the lot? Well, let me see here. I'll figure it out. I'll do it by the hour and see how much we can make. Yeah. Now, let me see. 12,000 square feet times uh, 60. Times 60. Yeah, on account of 60 minutes in the hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now we divide that figure by two bits, uh, crack that up into digits, and subtract that from the sum of the revisor. Mm, yeah. Uh, what it come to? And on average day, we can clean up almost 618 square hours a day. <laughs> yeah, well, 618 square hours sounds pretty good, all right. Too bad the answer didn't come out in dollars. <laughs> Well, the income of 618 square hours ain't bad. No, special for a new business. Oh, yeah. Now, the next thing we ought to do is to think of, uh, think up the printing that goes on the back of the parking check. Yeah. You know that stuff that's so small that can't nobody read it? We've got to get some of that on it. Oh, yeah, all that stuff, but uh, we ain't responsible for nothing under no circumstances stuff. That, huh? Yeah, we'll print on them tickets in big letters. We is completely irresponsible. Let's put it <laughs> Well, Andy, things is going great, you on the new parking lot, boy. We got started off good, you Yeah, we got 16 cars on the parking lot already. Yeah, and we've only been in business two square hours, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, wait a minute, Andy. Here come another car. Brand new. Nice looking sedan. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Here's your parking ticket, lady. Will you please be very careful with this car? Because we just got it this week, and you know there's a shortage of cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. This is the super careful parking lot, you know. Uh, my assistant here will really drive a car careful. Get him over here. Uh, Miss Rickenbacker. Uh, Miss Rickenbacker, uh, park the latest car. Be very careful, brand new. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, park on one car, coming up. Here's your 25 cents. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hey, this is a nice-looking car, all right, Kingfish. Wish I had it. Yeah, well, start it up, Andy, and back it over there in space number seven. Okay. There's a car already in number seven. Uh, Andy, then put it in number nine. Okay. There's a car number nine, too. Well, Andy, back it into that empty space between them two cars right there, will you? Yeah, okay. Is everything clear? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, Andy. Hold it there. Now, the way you aim and that, how are you going to get that in that open space? I'm going to bank it off that Chevrolet. <laughs> See, there, it didn't bank. Wait a minute, Andy. You ain't got a pocket. Here come the lady back. She's going to take it. Well, I'm back. The store was too crowded. Now, say, what in the world have you done to my rear fender? Well, now, don't blame us. We ain't responsible. Go get yourself a magnifying glass and read the back of that ticket there. Go on. Well, I'll never come in this parking lot again. Now I'll have to go to the fender shop and get my fenders all straightened out. Fender, 
That gives me an idea. We ought to open up a fender shop right here on the lot. You know? Yeah, ain't no sense in losing that business. You know, we ought to charge more for parking. Let's raise our price around here. Let's get as much as we can get around here. Yeah. Say, Kingfish, I'm going down to the corner and get something to eat. I'll be back in about an hour. So long. So long. Uh, so long, Anna. Hmm. Now, let me see here how much we done took in here today. Uh, well... Ain't no use to monkey with that, though, because Andy knows what we done took in. Uh-oh, here come my goofy brother-in-law. Well, hello there, brother-in-law, dear. Yeah, well, hello there, goofy. Well, bless my soul. This morning there wasn't nothing on this lot when I cleaned it up. Now just look at automobiles. Yeah, doing great business here, too. Uh, say, by the way, uh, I want you to run home and... Uh, no, I tell you what, instead of you going and get me something, let me go down to the corner and get a bite myself. I'll be gone about 20, 30 minutes. You stay here. Now, will you do that for me? Yeah. And if any customers come in here, we got a new rule. Charge them as much as you can get. <laughs> okay, brother, but hurry back, because I want to go down to the freight yards and see a buddy of mine that just got in town. Well, Leroy, I wasn't going long, was I? No, you wasn't, Kingfish. Uh, is uh, Andy Brown got back yet? No, I ain't seen him. Uh, how was business while I was gone? Oh, I think it done very good. Here's the money right here, $600. $600? Yeah, I sold that Ford convertible. It was sitting right out front there. <laughs> so we got a nice lot here. See you later, Kingfish. Holy smokes, he sold the car off my parking lot. Well, I know it sooner or later I was going to have to blow my brains out. I guess I... <laughs> Calhoun, I gotta have your legal advice right away. Well, now, Kingfish, I don't know what the case is, but I'll take it. All right, now, Calhoun, look here. I only got a minute, cause I gotta get back to the parking lot. This is the worst mess I ever been in. Well, go ahead, Kingfish. What is it? Well, now, here's my problem. My brother-in-law was watching my parking lot for me, and he sold one of the automobiles for $600. That ain't no problem. Just pay him 5% commission. <laughs> well, don't you see? The car didn't belong to me. It wasn't my car. Oh, well, in that case, you can afford to pay him 10%. <laughs> don't you understand at all? Well, now, maybe you better explain it to me again. Sometime it helps if I know what my client is talking about. <laughs> Today, my brother-in-law watched my parking lot for him, and while I was gone, he sold the car for $600. Well, how much did you expect to get for it? Well, I didn't expect to get nothing for it. Well, how come you ain't satisfied with the $600? <laughs> it ain't a question of being satisfied. The thing is, I don't deal in automobiles. I got a parking lot there. Oh, your place is just a parking lot. Yeah. Now, we're getting somewhere. It's a lucky thing for you you come here for my legal advice. Kingfish, I'm going to tell you something that you ought to know. Mm, what's that? You have done sold a car that don't belong to you. <laughs> I just got through saying that, you know. But what I want to know is, what is I going to do now? I don't know. But we got to find a loophole for you somewhere. Look, Kingfish, is you in this parking lot thing all by yourself? No, no. And there's my partner, you see. Well, there's your loophole right there. <laughs> Look at Kingfish. I'll tell you what you do. You sell Andy the parking lot and date the contract as of yesterday. <laughs> 
Yeah, stick Andy with the whole mess. Yeah. <laughs> there's just one thing, Calhoun. My conscience kind of pang me a little here. You think that is the right thing to do? Well, all I can say is that you should follow the old French proverb pertaining to commercial ethics. Kimal alata, kimal ala pondu. What does that mean? When in doubt, give your partner the business. <laughs> Say, Kingfish, where has you been? When I got back here, there was nobody at the parking lot. Well, then I just run down to my doctor's boy for a quick checkup, and he gave me the bad news. I was afraid I have to go and give up the parking lot business, Andy. Give it up? What's the matter with you? Well, according to my doctor, I, I can't stand the exhaust fumes. I've been breathing too much carbon peroxide, Andy. <laughs> What is that? Well, I was allergic to the carbon peroxide disease. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I went over there to the doctor, and he gave me the allergenic test. I took off my shirt, and he scratched my arm here with the exhaust pipe and swooled all up on me. Uh, say, you sound like you was in bad shape. Oh, yeah, I is, Andrew. The doctor said that on top of everything else, I need a dry climate. Hmm. He gave me my choice. I can either go to Arizona or sleep with my head in the oven. That's what <laughs> Show us in the mess, all right. But tell me this, what you gonna do about it, King? Well, there's only one thing I can do before I wheezes myself to death here. I just gotta take a finance licking and sell out to you, boy. Well, wait a minute, here. I don't know whether I want the whole business. Well, no rush about it, Andy. Take your time and think it over. Yeah. Well, now that you think it over, it's a deal, Andy. <laughs> now, here. Well, Andy, here's your $600. You're making a smart move, boy. Hey, why has you given me $600? Why? Yeah. Of course, you got it coming to you. Yeah. After figuring everything very close, I find out that the business is worth $1,200. And as long as you was buying me out, you was entitled to my share of it, see there? You mean that you was really giving me $600 yet? What can I do about it, Andrew? You got me over a barrel. Oh, I know when I was outsmarted. I know when I looked for it. Wait a minute here. What I can't figure out, Kingfish, is where you got this $600 that you just handed me. Well? Yeah. I bought it on unemployment insurance. <laughs> I didn't know they let you borrow on that. Oh, it ain't easy, you know. Oh, you got to prove to them that you ain't worked for a long time in the past and ain't got no intention of working in the future. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll class you as a bum. They won't lend you nothing. You know. <laughs> well... If you want to give me this $600 to buy my share, I certainly ain't going to argue with you. Well, you're doing a small thing, all right. Now, if you'll just sign the contract here to draw it up, that'll close the whole deal. Yeah, well, read me the contract. Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, just a simple little ironclad, no loophole contract that I whipped up to make it legal, you know. Yeah. Say here, I, Andrew H. Brown, hereby purchase the parking lot share of George Stevens. In this contract, Andrew Brown will hereafter be mentioned as the buyer, and George Kingfish Stevens will not be mentioned at all. <laughs> then I go on to say here, and it will be immediately forgotten that the Kingfish was ever in the whole business. This contract... Hold it, hold it, hold it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The clause in that contract just whizzed by me there. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the newest form of contract. Some of the clauses is a little faster than others, you know. <laughs> it's the latest 1951 fast-moving contract. Yeah, well, slow the thing down, because I has listened with a 1926 brain. <laughs> well, 
was all legitimate, and the contract go on to say that you was the sole owner of the lot as of yesterday. As of yesterday? Wait a minute, I buying the lot today. I know, but look here, in the contract, you see, the contract won't go into effect till tomorrow. And tomorrow it will say as of yesterday. And that'll mean today. See what I mean there? The thing reverberates. That's what it means. Today is yesterday, and tomorrow is, uh... Oh, I guess it'll come out all right. No, Okay, I'll sign it. Oh, great, Andy Ray. Put it right there, right there on the dotted line. There, right there. Right, that's yeah. it. There you are. Congratulations, Andy, on becoming the sole owner of the parking lot as of yesterday. Oh, thanks, Kingface. Maybe I can go in another business with you again sometime. Maybe, but who knows what you'll feel like doing ten years from now, Andy. <laughs> Yes, Amos, I owned this parking lot all by myself. And the Kingfish gave me $600 to boot when they got out of the deal. Yeah, well, Andy, that's good, all right. I'm really happy for you, boy. Looked like you blew yourself to a new wardrobe there, too, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's quite an overcoat you got there. That's the first polo coat I ever seen with two belts in the back. <laughs> you know, I still can't understand why the Kingfish gave me the parking lot with $600 besides. Hey, buddy. I- what goes here? I got a parking lot ticket here for a Ford convertible, and it's missing from the lot. Uh, show it ain't on here, huh? No, it ain't. It's gone. Gone? Well, mister... Oh, I, 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 I uh, know, mister. That's the car that we sent over to have washed with our compliments. It'll be back in just a little while. Well, all right. But listen, buddy, I got a few other things to do. I'll be back here in three hours, and you better have that car here, or there'll be trouble. Same with what is you telling the man about washing his car? We don't wash no cars. Andy, don't you see through this whole thing? That man's car is missing. That's the reason that Kingfish give you $600 and snuck out of the deal all of a sudden. Yeah, that's right. He's trying to leave me holding the bag for that missing car. I'm going over to see that Kingfish. Oh, what are you going to do, Andy? Amos, I'm going over there and hit him so hard he's going to think that today is yesterday and that tomorrow will never come. <laughs> Here come Andy down the hall. He got that same look on his face as he had the day I lost my two front teeth. <laughs> oh, what'll I do? Kingfish, I'm going to give you exactly one minute to tell me about that $600 and that missing automobile off that parking lot or I'm going to start punching. Well, now, Andy, hold on. Now, wait a minute. Unclench your fist there, boy. Now, wait a minute. I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. Now, don't hit me. Look here. I had, a, 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 I had that crazy brother-in-law uh, of mine to, to, to watch the parking lot from him. Mm. Now, he thought that it was a used car lot and he done sold the car. But, Andy, even though you was the sole owner of the lot, I'm going to stand by you in the time of need, boy. I'm going to help you. I'm going to stick with you. Oh, well, you know, that's nice of you, Kingfish. What are we going to do? Well, now, look here. I got the man's name that bought the car. We'll go over and give him his $600 back. Wait, there's only one trouble with that. I done spent $100 on clothes and stuff. Oh, me. Well, the man ain't going to sell us back the car for no $500. We gotta find some place where we can borrow a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a thing. We can. Well, Shorty the Barber, what you doing busting in here like that? Listen, I, I gotta have your advice. Do you think I ought to. Is it your opinion that. Do you think the situation. You got any idea? Is you. Well, just don't sit there. Speak up. Well, Shorty, I think. I will not. 
Listen, Shorty, we ain't got no time for your trouble. We is in a mess. We got to find some way to raise a hundred dollars. Well, fellas, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a loan company, a company right around the corner on Lennox. They might lend you the money. It's the helping hand loan company. Yeah, there's an idea, Kingfish. We might try them. Yeah, let's go. Come wait, on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now that your problem is solved, maybe you can give me some advice. I, I'm in big trouble with a customer of uh, uh, mine over at the barbershop. You is, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I give this customer one, one, of my, one of my best haircuts. I spend a whole hour doing the job. One of the most beautiful true haircuts I ever seen. Every hair was standing up one inch long, perfectly <laughs> even. Yeah, well, how was you in trouble? Well, he was dissatisfied with the... Uh, the fellow didn't like the way... Uh, he, he complained about uh, the he... The customer was, 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 was a woman. <laughs> How do you do, sir? My name is George Stevens. Uh, this is uh, Mr. Brown. How do you do? Uh, so, uh, this is the Helping Hand Loan Company, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. May I give you a helping hand? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, so what I want to do, mister, is to borrow a hundred dollars. Yes. Now, Mr. Stevens, your references. Uh, there he is right there, Mr. Mr. Brown. I carry him with me. Uh, he's my personal reference. No, he's okay. Give him a hundred. <laughs> Just a minute. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, your rates here, uh, they is cheap rates, ain't they? Oh, very cheap. We charge practically nothing. We merely try to eke out a living. Yeah, so, well, that's good. Uh, how big is the eke? <laughs> First, your name and address. So if you'll just fill out this card. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, give me the thing. Here you are. That'll be 15 cents. 15 cents for the card. Yes, that's to cover the cost of printing them. We use so many cards here. Our printing bill is fantastic. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, here the 15 cents. Uh, can I borrow your pen, please? Certainly. Uh, thank you. Sir. There's a 10 cent service charge for the pen. <laughs> uh, so I got a dime ready here. Do the ink go with it? The ink is compliments of the company. Oh, yeah, so I read it right down there. The name. All uh, right, sir. There you are. Name and address. The ink is still wet. Well, I have a blot. No, 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 I can't afford that. No. <laughs> just, uh, just let me blow on it there. Give him the $100, mister. Well, uh, now, Mr. Brown, do you feel qualified to be a reference for Mr. Stevens? Oh, yes, sir. You ain't talking to no bum, you know. Look here. There's $500 right there. See it? I was loaded, boy. Well, now, you think he's worth $100 security, don't you? Oh, sure. Well, suppose you put up $100 just as security, mind you. All right, sir, I'll do that. There you are. There's a hundred. I'll take this hundred and give it to Mr. Stevens. There you are, Mr. Stevens, a hundred dollars. And you come in and make your regular weekly payments. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. See you later, mister. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Boy, here's the hundred dollars. Now we're all set to buy back the automobile for six hundred dollars. We didn't have no trouble in there, did we? You know, Kingfish, when I was doing this high finance with these fellas, I always get a little dizzy in the head. Did we come out all right in there? <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, you see, the hundred dollars you put up was just security. But uh, I borrowed a uh, hundred dollars as a loan. 
And I give you the hundred. Uh... Let's go over in the corner somewhere and count our money. Here. <laughs> Well, Kingfish, like I told you over the telephone, I raised the money, paid the man off for the car we sold, and that mess is over. Brother Andrew, that's why I brung this contract over to you to sign, giving me back the parking lot. Mm. Now, you were such a good friend, I don't want to see you get in trouble like this, because cause them things are serious, you know. No. Now, I was taking this parking lot back off your hands, because I love you, Andy. Now, here, sign the contract. Okay, I'll sign it. There. There he is. Now the parking lot is all yours. Oh, thanks, Anna. Now, by the way, uh, where did you ever get the money to add to the $500 to pay the man for the Ford? Well, while I went out to lunch a while ago, I had that stupid brother-in-law of yours watch the lot for me, and he sold a Cadillac for $100. And now, here's your Rexall family druggist. Be on the lookout for Rexall's big anniversary sale ad in the current issues of Life, Look, Collier's, The Saturday Evening Post, and Country Gentleman. This full-page ad features 36 deep-cut specials available all during February at Rexall drugstores everywhere, plus 32 additional values, including distinctively gift-boxed candies for Valentine's Day. See Rexall's full-page anniversary sale ad now in the current issues of Look, Life, Collier's, The Saturday Evening Post, and Country Gentleman. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your friendly Rexall druggist. Good night. See you next Sunday. Be sure to be with us next Sunday at the same time when your Rexall druggist will again present the Amos and Andy Show. The Amos and Andy Show is written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, and Bob Ross. Transcribed, this is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Program, which follows immediately over most of the...